and welcome to the Pod of the Damned. I'm your host, Ian. Joining me once again, as always. Cannot get rid of him, he's like a bad STI, is my co-host, Nico. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> I'm good. How's that burning sensation? <laughs> <laughs> oh. How did that break you? I don't know. I was just... So for those of you, you might be confused at what's just happened. Anyway, that's, that's not the first time we've recorded oh. that intro, because... The first one fucked up and we were like, oh, we're not going to get the authentic laugh anymore. So Nico said, it's fine, I'll put on a fake one. And that, I don't know why that just broke me so fucking hard. <laughs> I don't know either. It's fucking, like, I like that one. It was the best one you've come up with in a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this shit. entire intro is just going to be the promo clip for this week. We've yeah, done it, it, We've done it within the first 60 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Anyways... Oh, we are a horror podcast that deep dives into a different topic every single week in our quest to create a leaderboard of the best and worst horror movies of all time. It is still right slap bang in the middle of November, therefore we're still in the middle of sequel appreciation month. And in today's show we are talking all about Saw 2. We covered Saw, it's been a wee while ago now since we covered Saw. Yeah, what, I actually that? forgot we covered Saw. It's one of, it's one of our earlier episodes, I, I think. Yeah. I think. Anyway, it's at this point. Um, this is my pick. This is my choice. Um, last week, obviously, we did Child's Play 2, which was your guys, the listeners' choice. The week before, we did a mini-sode on Terrifier. Uh, next week is Nico's choice. He'll obviously announce to all you guys at the end uh, of this episode about what his choice were going to be. And if you guys are lucky, you know, and if I can squeeze some extra time in, I might fight, figure out another little mini-sode that I could chuck out there as well. And then, of course, we go into December, and what other category would we choose for December, Nico? Of course, it's Valentine's... No, I mean, it's Christmas month. Um, we're going to be talking all about Christmas horror movies, Nico. I hope you're getting thinking about which one you want to pick. I've been thinking about some of the ones I want to pick. And then, of course, in the next week or so, we'll be throwing it out to you guys, the listeners, and asking what you guys want to hear us review in the theme of Christmas horror movies. Don't forget, though, if you want to go to our socials and figure all this stuff out, we're on Twitter, at Damned Podcast. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at Pod of the Damned. You can email us at podofthedamned at gmail.com. And we're also on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash pod of the damned. Have uh, you been watching anything exciting horror related this week, Nico? No, I've been watching a thing called Our Flag Means Death. Oh, oh, not one for the flag shaggers then, I'm assuming. Uh, it's, oh, I've, I've forgotten who directs it, but uh, I think it's the guy that does Guardians of the Galaxy or something. Anyway, okay, okay. Uh, it's a comedy, and it's pirates, and it's actually quite funny. Fair enough. Uh, I've not been watching too much horror-related. I watched Green Room again last night as well. I was also watching Saw 2. I always forget how good a film Green Room is. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, the... Uh, which one's that again? So one with no, Patrick Stewart and Anton Yelchin. Oh, yeah, it is. That's all right, then. Fair enough. Yeah. I have seen that. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was something totally different there. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. No, that's a good movie. And... Uh, I've got on my waiting to watch list is the Black Phone or something it's called. Black Phone, Ethan Hawke, yeah, just new out yeah. this year. It's, yeah. uh, well, that actually brings me on to my next point as well, because we are also still in the slap bang in November, which means voting is still open across all of our categories for Pod of the Dam's second annual end of year horror awards. Black Phone, Ethan Hawke and others feature really heavily across the categories. Um, movies, other movies that have been featuring heavily this year, X, Terrifier 2, uh, Barbarian, Prey, Halloween, uh, Halloween Ends, sorry, a few others as well. So you can go to all those socials that I just mentioned, get your votes in for those. Black Phone definitely is one that's a contender for some awards this year. Yeah, I'm going to have to catch up on a few of those movies. We are going to have Ter to catch up Terrifier on a few of Terrifier 2, Black Phone, and what was the other one I heard there? There was three of them I heard of there that I hadn't seen. Uh, Barbarian? That's, no, I've seen that, I think. Have you? Okay. Uh, I'm not sure. I can't even remember what I said, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, I think I've seen that one. Anyways, um, shall we get into this week's episode topic? Yes, let's go for it. Let's go for it, yes. Uh, we are talking all about Saw 2. He doesn't want us to cut through our chains. No! He wants us to cut through our feet. He helped me. 
and welcome. Right now, you are breathing in a deadly nerve agent. <laughs> the only way out is to find an antidote. One is inside the safe. You all possess the combination in the back of your mind. Let the game begin. Let's just take out this whole house. What is sucking? was released in 2005, was directed by Darren Lynn Bowsman, and stars Donnie Wahlberg, Tobin Bell, and Shawnee Smith. The IMDb plot is as follows. A detective and his team must rescue eight people trapped in a factory by the twisted serial killer known as Jigsaw. Well, number one, straight off the bat, that's just wrong. They're trapped in a house, not a factory. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. I'm like... You know, IMDb. But, but saying that, is it not like a fake house in the factory? Is it a factory house? Well, no, I think it's like a fake walls house that's built inside a factory, like like what you do in a movie lot, you know, that type of house. Well, it could be. Maybe you're right. I don't know. Um, I think it's meant to be that. I can't remember. Before we go any further, though, Nico, we have to do your traditional uh, leaderboard predictions. Where do you think oh, Saw 2 is going to rank on our leaderboard? This is the 54th movie we will have covered. See, I think this is going to finish about a six. Uh, six out of ten. Yeah. So that would put it uh, in thirty sixth place. We'd actually put yeah, it but... slap bang in between uh, the strangers and last week's episode, Child's Play Two. Yeah, actually, yeah, I think that would work. Yeah. Just to, just for c- comparison, Saw currently sits in nineteenth place with, on our leaderboard with a seven point three. Yeah, but they couldn't f- afford the right Wahlberg, so it definitely will bump down because of that. I mean, is is the, is there such a thing as the right Wahlberg? Well, there's one that makes money. There's one that makes money, but they're all fucking horrendously horrific human beings. Well, yeah, but and you know what I mean. I personally, I don't know, like, I don't think Mark Wahlberg would have done good in this. They're, you could tell they wanted these brothers, though. Oh, no one wants fucking Donny. <laughs> You could know the block that he want Donnie. No one fucking wants, <laughs> no one fucking wants Donnie, but I don't, I'm not sure I want Mark either, to be quite honest with you. Anyways. Yeah, uh, brought his entourage, you're fine with that. You know, obviously, ob- obviously <laughs> um, you know, a question we've been asking this month on the movies that we're going to be covering, you know, where do you think this ranks in the franchise? Where do you think their franchise ranks overall? We talked about that a little bit last week with Child's Play 2. You know, we thought that was one of the best ones in the franchise and the franchise was maybe considered one of the really good ones, but maybe not quite that tippy top. What about Saw and Saw 2? Where do you think Saw 2 falls in the Saw rankings and Saw overall as a franchise? See, this is where it all started going wrong is this one. like <laughs> that's, always, get... that's always good when that happens at number two in a nine-movie yeah. franchise. I know, but the thing is, right, I like the premise of this, I just think it's, like, the coppers, like, all the coppers are shit in this, to be honest. I mean, Everybody a, else is pretty good, but I the mean, coppers... I mean, that's a horror movie trope, though, at this point, right? I don't mean they're shit coppers, I just oh, mean, you they're, mean they're, they're shit just all shit, shit actors. Yeah. Oh, right, right okay. Like, there's not a lot of the coppers that you're watching it, and you're like, yeah, I believe this. Like, even when he's beating up Jigsaw, you know, you're just like, you fucking, seriously, you've sat down and let the Almari bar you, because it would work better. They're, they're really not very good at all at their job. Um, yeah. It kind of confuses me, you know, and I, I take, I just, it's, they miss so many very obvious things. And Like, I'm sorry, but the fact that he says to him, if you sit there, you'll be fine. He, he, he literally he, said, if you sit there and you talk to me, your son will be in a safe place. Oh, by yeah, the way, guys, 
just before, because I don't think I've actually, and I keep forgetting to do this, I think I've only ever actually done it in like four of our episodes. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. alert. <laughs> uh, aye, but the thing about it is, right, he says it. You're the guy investigating the cunt that is doing this to folk, and you know for a fact that if you play by the rules, everything works out for you. Yeah. So, the guy sitting opposite you goes, well, if you sit here he's and literally... you're still be found in a safe place. Yeah, he's literally you sitting... Sit talk to the cunt. He's literally sitting there going, these are the rules. Yeah. And Donnie Wahlberg can't just sit there and, and listen to him. He can't. You just can't. It's ridiculous. It's like, obviously, I'm assuming you've seen this now multiple times. We talked about that when we did the original Saw. You know, these these are these are a set of movies, and this is as a franchise. As a franchise, it's right up my street because I like puzzles and traps and things like that. Yeah, I like that too. Um, how long on your if you remember on your first watch through, did you figure that out? What that he's that his son would be fucking in a safe. Maybe not Pretty necessarily in a, maybe not necessarily literally in a safe, but when he said he'd be found in a safe place, I thought it would be a twist that he would be found in like a cop shop. That's what I thought. Yeah, or and not, like, like someone along that line. Yeah, and that would have that would have also have worked. Yeah, but yeah, it's uh well. I mean, since we're talking about twists, because there's there's two twists in this movie. I didn't see that Amanda twist coming. I'm not. Well, going actually, to there's there's three twists in this movie the amanda twist you didn't see coming at all no i didn't i i, I don't know why i missed that because now watching it again you see it a mile away well that's the thing though and like it's listen you're always more likely to see it in retrospect aren't you but I, yeah. i'm not sure i figured it out either on my first watch um when i saw this for the first time but now sitting looking at it and analyzing it it's like come on how the fuck did I miss how did it? We yeah. not, how did we not spot that? Because, number one, she wakes up in the room and immediately finds the tape behind the yeah. fireplace. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, seriously, fucking come on. She has no effect from the nerve agent at any point in this movie. The only nah. trap she actually has to do is a trap that she was forced to do. By... That still makes me wince, by the way, right? Which... That's the only one in the whole franchise that makes me go, fuck that. Well, and, it's well... fact... and I know why. It's the fact that she didn't voluntarily go into the trap. She didn't, well, none of them go into it voluntarily, but she's thrown into it by one of the other cunts. Yeah. Like, it's genuinely, oh, it just fucking annoys me, that bastard. Like, well, Which well... he's there to do. Yeah, definitely. We'll get to that, though. We'll get to that. But, yeah. And then, even then, as, as, aside from all that, she's just... She doesn't really give the group any answers when they're looking for answers. She's always very vague. Yeah. And she's very clearly just there to make sure that people... She's sort of there to keep the game... She's the games master, essentially, isn't she? Aye. She's, like... She'd have worked out, because, like, the first one, Jigsaw stands up in the middle. Yeah. And she's right. is lying in the exact same position as him. I don't know if you know. Yeah, that. yeah. That I was just the way to say it, and that's what should have gave it away. Yeah. So there's clues. So, yeah. There's definite clues and big fucking clues there um, yeah. as to her twist. The other twist we've got, I guess, is the fact that the 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 camera feed wasn't live. Yeah. And that's a bit of a shit twist. Yeah. The fucking. It was just. I think that was thrown in because of the budget thing. Because well, they didn't what, have a big budget for this. Well, what I think thing is me, they didn't have a big budget for this. I don't think they've, they've never had a big budget for any of the Saw movies, really, even some of the later ones. Aye, um, but if you've got a fake, a lift shaft working, there's something wrong with your budget. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Because um, you're talking about, you know, obviously the acting in terms of the police being bad, and I'm just talking about the police being bad. You're telling me that, like, the the bomb squad or something's coming in to try and trace this signal or text coming in and they get an hour and 45 minutes and at oh, no, no point during that hour and 45 minutes of them being unable to trace a simple signal they go you know maybe he's using a signal drama yeah because as soon you, you notice as soon as jigsaw and uh donnie Wahlberg leave at the end they find the signal yeah so he's obviously using some sort of signal drama or signal blocker yeah and at no point did any of them theorise that. 
It's oh, it's, it fucking annoys the show me. Like, like the police are bad in this. Aye, but they've got to be bad in a Saw movie, really. Yeah, but this is like especially bad. Anyways, that that that's that's probably my major gripes with the film, to be honest. Because at the end of the day, like we're talking about the franchise as a whole, I really highly rate the Saw franchise, and I know. A, like the later ones do turn into just more sort of pure torture porn and yeah. more for sort of shock value. But I, I still think there's value in some of those later movies. I was chatting to someone on Twitter about it the other day and we were actually talking about, you know what, Saw 6 is actually a pretty fucking good Saw movie. Which um, one's that one again? The one with the, insu- the insurance agents. Yeah. And that's actually a pretty fucking solid Saw movie. I actually don't also think that um jigsaw is the worst saw movie in the world but i think i am very much in the minority when it comes to that one um but these are like i say these are movies that i've seen many 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 times so the saw franchise for me is definitely one of those ones that deserves to be talked about up at the top because and we talked about it when we did first saw this is a movie that could that changed the pathway of horror ah but what did you think of the last one the book of saw I wasn't a big fan of it when I first saw it. I thought Chris Rock was a bit uh, stale and wooden in it. Like I, yeah. I, I didn't really think much of his performance. Um, I like, I like the idea that there's a cop. Like, I like, I, I like the sort of premise of it, and I thought a couple of the traps were cool. I felt like it was really rushed. Like when you're yeah. watching the film, I feel like a couple of the traps are really rushed, and the ending was as well. And the ending wasn't anywhere near as fucking shocking as, you know, the original Saw. We are getting a Saw 10, by the way. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know if you remember, but when the original series was coming out, it was always said that they were going to do 10 Saw movies, and then they stopped at 7. I think it was because of declining popularity, to be honest with you. And then... <clears throat> Jigs- but that, that's what confused me. Jigsaw and Spiral never really sort of rekindled that popularity. I think there was high... I think the problem with Spiral as well is there was high hopes... There was way too much expectation. I think that. the hopes got put really, really high, and I think it was always just going to struggle to live up, like you say, to that expectation. So, but it is what it is, isn't it? Uh. Um, but yeah. So let's get into some of the traps then, because you can't talk about a saw movie unless you're going to sit and talk about the traps. And why not? We're not going to do it necessarily in order. So why won't we just start with the needle pit, Nico? Yeah, like, genuinely, it's just the fucking, it totally is the whole, like, fucking, what is it, the, the like, just him throwing her in, and then, as soon as she gets thrown in, the needles go into her arm, and you see them sticking out, and then you see it in her butt go in, and then you're, but you don't actually see them going in, it's your mind fucking, because this is the thing, right, the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, fuck, they're going in, and then, this, this time I watched it, the second time I watched it, I'm like, they're already they're, they're, they're already there, yeah. yeah. That's actually really clever editing for that scene because you're right. It, you do think to yourself you're watching the needles actually physically go in, but they are already there. Um, yeah. So it is it is really clever editing, which is saying a lot because ed- I'm not sure the editing is the best in this film. Um, no, and I was thinking that myself. So that was a really clever place. Plus, you know, it, it, it probably does, I would say, it's definitely in that conversation as the one of the most disgusting traps in yeah. a Saw movie. I think if you're talking about disgusting traps, I think, you know, the needle pit, I think the pig vat from 3, where he's getting drowned in pig entrails, uh, probably would be the other one that's, like, up there in terms of sheer disgustingness. Because I think that's also the problem that for a lot of people when the Saw franchise gets a little bit further on. It kind of loses that griminess a little bit, doesn't it? It becomes a bit more clean. Yeah. If that makes sense. And I think this is probably, I would say, maybe with the exception of three, because it's got a couple of them in there, the two and three are probably the last ones that are really that sort of griminess. Because if you think back to the original as well, like the detail in that bathroom and just how disgusting that bathroom was right the way down to you know their feet being totally disgusting their clothes yeah. being in you know it was it was really good attention to detail and i feel like two does try to carry that on with this house and the traps in it uh, and i like that 
I, I like the fact in the first one their feet are grubby as fuck. Yeah. I, I like so. the fact the place looks like an absolute shithole. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 incredible. So I I, I give them props in this movie and that as well. Um, and but obviously... I think this has got the shittest trap as well. Which one do you think is the shittest trap? The fucking eye hole one with the gun. But is that really a trap though? Like that's not a traditional trap in terms of because this is the thing, right? So we can talk about maybe more in a wider sense. How do you feel about the sort of house of horrors theme? That this movie's got going for it. See, I sort of like that, but as I said about the whole like the one being the shittest trap, it's the shittest trap for two reasons, right? One, it straight away says, "Then I use this fucking key in the door." Well, if you're playing by the rules, because she just fucking said it, fucking play by the rules. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm a big dumb fucking muscly cunt. Oh, bong. But. The other thing that pisses me off about that, and it's the shittest trap, he's near the E that fucking dies, and it should have been... Like, I yeah. can't it would have fit the story a lot more different, but you should have made it the fucking guy with the suit and tie going, aye, well, fuck it, I'm not listening to it, because I'm a fucking arsehole. Yeah. Bang, killed it that way instead of him doing it to him. Yeah, um... You know what I mean? It's, I think... it's like the shittest one, because it's somebody else's stupidity gets him done. And that's and not really fucking... the theme of Jigsaw, isn't it? Yes, that's it's what I mean It's all about by making it. your own choices. So I think it should have been him fucking getting blasted. And I think that's potentially one of the things, in terms of, like, again, going forward, that's maybe pr- problematic about a lot of Saw Traps, is that, you know, when you get big group ones, it's ah. not necessarily... Like, the whole point of Jigsaw and his traps is to give everyone a chance of survival. Well, what chance did the guy who got his fucking head blown off by the gun... Uh, what chance did he actually have? You, you know, you know what I'm sort of say, trying to say. Uh, um. So I get that. I I kind of get where you're coming from with that one. I, re- I I really like the House of Horrors idea. I like the concept of it because it's also quite unique in terms of the Saw franchise as well. When you think about it, this is a trap and a whole setup that doesn't get seen through to the very end. There are yeah. traps in this house that we never get to see for characters who die before they get there so and i quite like that fact it's different if you think of every single other saw movie it kind of always just plays out to to its conclusion if that makes sense Uh, i get you i get you but i don't like that you don't no i i i wanted to see the other traps and i know that's probably why you liked it because you would see them as well but I'd have rather had it, right? Well, you're a dumb fuck, so you got shot in the fucking face. And, and all the fucking, like, in the order that they thought the people would die. I would have preferred to have seen it being... Because I was speaking at work about this, and uh, one of the guys was like, do you not think Amanda's designed the traps in this one? And that's why it's it's they're not as good as the ones in the first one or the ones that Jigsaw does. But and we... I'm like, that's, that's a good thought on it, but still... And I you think know what that, I mean? you'd that, think you'd have input. I think that theory in a later movie is also dispelled. Aye. Um, in a flashback scene, I think in a later film. Um, but no, I understand the sort of premise around that, and of course, in later films as well, you know, we see that it's not really Jigsaw that's making the traps, and they're, you know, it's it's Amanda and a future accomplice who are, you know, making traps that people can't actually escape from. And, and 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 the likes so the theory i guess is is fitting in terms of the franchise but i think that's disproven later in the film uh, it's really interesting though that we both feel like we both feel the total opposite side of the coin about that fact that we don't uh, get to see everything i quite like that kind of leaves it open to the imagination because you know how cruel and gruesome a saw trap can be and so yeah. just you know leaving that to your imagination oh, what would he have chosen for these people who died too soon I, I, I quite like that fact. I, I, I like that little bit of intrigue. I, I understand that, but at the same time, yeah. Anyways. It's, Sorry. It's, it's, it's one of those things where, like, I want to know what Gus's trap was. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, cause, um, and as well, because obviously all the traps are fitting with their crimes. And if you, like, yeah. it's not explicitly stated what everyone did. Um, yeah. Gus, it was uh, insurance fraud was his crime. So it'd be interesting to see like what, how would that relate to what his trap would be. 
Uh, Laura, who dies, she was a shoplifter. What would her trap be, have been if we had uh, gotten to see that? The razor blade trap, I don't actually think it was meant for Addison because her crime was prostitution. What the fuck was hers going to be? So what the hell was hers going to be? You know, what I, you know what I mean? So like, I like that intrigue though. I, I like it. I actually think that's a really good aspect of the film. Um, of course, had we got to have seen it, Number one, it would probably push the budget miles over budget, and we would have had like a three-hour-long movie, so uh, uh, it's probably a good thing that they weren't in there. Let's talk about some of the other traps, though, because we're, you know, we're we're kind of... I feel like this might be a little bit of a longer-than-normal episode. There's quite a lot to go through uh, in this. Uh, the opening scene. This is the first Saw movie that gives us that opening scene. If you remember the original Saw, we didn't actually get an opening trap. Yeah. And we get one here with the Venus fly trap. And well, reverse Venus flytrap, is it? No, it's a reverse bear trap. It's an actual Venus flytrap. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, I remember it said reverse on the actual thing, and it says reverse bear oh, trap. Oh, did it? It's, yeah. Anyway. Anyways, the Venus flytrap. Could you have cut out your own eye? Well, some people have an advantage for that. That's all I'm saying. I, I definitely have an advantage for that. <laughs> I definitely uh, have an advantage for that. I'd have been out of that trap in like three seconds. I'd be wasting time. I'd be like, oh, I've got the key already and I've still got 57 seconds left and just like waving my false eye in front of like the camera. <laughs> Aye, but here's the thing. What if you put it in your other eye? You'd be fucked. Well, I would be fucked. So I wouldn't be able to see what the fuck I'm doing. I can uh... I feel like that's just like ultra cruel. Yeah, see, this is the thing about it, right? I know this sounds sick and fucking horrid, but you know how easy it is to pop an eye out with a thumb? Why do they just pop your eye out with your thumb instead of cut the fucker? I mean, the the pain would be incredible. Aye, but that's the thing, though, right? It would be easier popping your eye out than fucking cutting it, because the pain on cutting it would be worse. Yeah. And... I mean, all you, you got to do is it, burst the stitch and then fucking pop your eye out. If you popped it out correctly, it could be popped back in, right? Aye, uh, you, you run along the side of your nose and push sideways. I'm intrigued by the fact that you know this, Nico. It, it's, it's just... Just common knowledge, isn't it? You know? Yeah, yeah. Just stuff just everyone, should, everyone should know. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. If you popped your eye up properly, that's the other thing. Yeah, you could get fucking. So you, this is the trap that I'm not being a dick. I, I'd prefer this trap one over a lot of the man. You'd prefer like, this trap. Yeah, because I'd be like, I right, and then key and then I right, would prefer go, that go. to the needle pit. Hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. Like, is that, I think the thing is as well, though, maybe not so much for you, but eyes of obviously are notoriously squeamish for a lot of people. Yeah. So you know. So what? Out of all of them, what's the trap that you would be like? That's the one I want to do. I think like, I if, could. If, if you I think I could do the furnace pretty easily. The furnace. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because all you had to do was just quickly reach up and turn on a nozzle, and the flames were tiny at that point. You could have done that. Suppose, and right. he spotted them while the flames were tiny as well. You see him making co- like obviously he's got a fear of fire. Yeah. Um, but you see him like looking at the nozzle whilst the flames are small, so he could have easily escaped from that trap. So yeah, I'll take the furnace. Mm, I suppose. I still think the eye would have been easier. Speaking of that, moving on to the furnace trap. Not a fan yeah. of that one then, no. It was alright, but. To be honest, it was like, as soon as he goes, thanks for helping me catch all these cuts, he wouldn't have even made it in the furnace if I was there. He'd, it would have been like, mm, really? Ah, here we go. Yeah, I <laughs> he, mean, he like... He what an arm, though. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It was weird. And then, of course, as well, as soon as the furnace door traps, none of them think to just smash the glass at the other side. Yeah, I know. Like, it's, it's character, it's, it's in-movie stupidity that, you know, obviously serves the purpose of advancing the storyline, but it does kind of take you out of it a little bit, doesn't it? It's like, at no point do any of them feel like just nipping around and smashing the glass. They have a baseball bat with nails. Also, actually, on a tangent here, right? Is there a better term out there? Like, what do, what would you call a baseball bat with some nails in it? Because that's really fucking complicated to say. What, a baseball bat with nails? 
a baseball bat with nails it's just really annoying to have to always say that like what would you call a weapon like that like a simpler name uh fuck i don't know probably fun fun <laughs> or baseball furion <laughs> maybe that could be our listener question of the week what um can we can our listeners come up with a better name for a baseball bat with some nails through it because it's really cumbersome to say I'm, I'm sure I would have a name because it's been in a lot of fucking things. Yeah, I know, but I could I couldn't think of it, and I still can't think of one. So maybe it doesn't like, exist. Surely you would just call it a nail bat or something. Bat nail, nail bat, maybe, maybe. See if one of our listeners can come up with something exciting. That's our listener question of the week. Email us at podofthedamned.gmail.com. Um, so we've done the Venus flytrap. You're not overly impressed with the furnace trap. I think the other thing that bugs me about it is he could have easily escaped it. Yeah, he just turns the gas off, I suppose. Eh? Yeah, that's all but he has to do. Saying that, it would be quite funny as well, because you could fucking just leave the cut in there if he was doing it. Yeah, that's true. Hi, how's it going? You fucked us over. Now um, die. I think the only thing... Oh, there's the other one. So, how quickly did you guess that there were numbers in the back of their necks? Fucking yes. Right, now, that annoyed me. I'm gonna because tell you. It I'm took gonna, them forever. I'm gonna tell you right now, and I, this is not a brag. My first watch through of this, I figured that out as soon as it was said. Pretty much. I, I was like, if I was in that room and I had heard them say that, I'd have been telling everyone to check their necks. Yeah, but I didn't think it was on their neck. I thought it was on their head. So I thought they'd been tattooed under their head. So, so I'm maybe like, like having to all... shave their hair. Aye, so I thought they were going to be like scratching their head at some point and then you'd see it. And then when I saw it was on the neck, I'm like, you cop out, son of a bitch. You know what I mean? I, like, I genuinely was like, it should have been on their dome. It yeah, should have been but like, car- carved in and hidden. Yeah, but the general premise is there. I figured that out instantly. Oh, yeah. Same, but I didn't figure out it was a neck. I genuinely thought it would be like yeah. fucking Damien 666 yeah. on the hair, like, you know? That's fair. Um, I think the only other trap like actual trap we've got is the the razor trap that Addison gets herself stuck in and even then it doesn't really count as a full-on trap because she just sort of walks in and immediately puts her arms in there's no tape or explanation for it I'm assuming this would have been Amanda's trap really? since Amanda well Amanda was there because she was self-harming mm, true but then if that was her trap she'd know how you'd get out of it if you know what I mean yeah, but then they obviously never reached it. So maybe the plan was then. And this is the other thing as well. Well, I don't know if you actually noticed this. At the very top of the frame, just above the, 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 the box that's suspended, you can actually see the padlock with the key in it. Oh, can you? So maybe it was set up for her to just be able to, like, pretend to do the trap, but she's got the key to the padlock the entire time. Maybe. So maybe they knew... Or that Jigsaw knew that when they got to this stage they were going to be too under the influence of the the nerve agent that they weren't going to pay attention to anything i don't know like it's just theories but i think it adds a little bit of detail so that's what makes me the the key in the padlock is what makes me think it's uh, amanda's trap uh and i remember i was watching this with a girl and she's like janetha got a bit rapey i'm like how he's literally just checking the numbers he's been dealing with abdi Oh, what, the fact that he goes behind her and, like, moves her uh, hair. Yeah. And I'm I mean, like... I can see where that, they're coming from, but that's but not he's what he's to doing. Me and I'm like, really? He's, he's genuinely... Like, I expect it to, like, slash our throat or something, because he's a cunt. But, but then is that even I, worse? Like, but then that might have been a mercy. If he's yeah, like, being a then, real cunt he here, he's just suit. leaving her to die. Aye, uh, when he barks out and doesn't help, I'm like, oh, you're even a bigger cunt than I yeah. thought. Which, I, I must admit, I did like that bit. Well... I mean, I think that's it. Unless I'm... Any traps that I'm missing. Is there any other traps that I'm forgetting about? Uh, nothing I can think of. No. And anyway, that's the other thing, right? The razor box pissed me off, right? <laughs> because, like, it's simple to work out as well, even without the podlock bit. Yeah. Everyone knows how to it... work those sorts of things. Well, no, because you think about this, right? She sticks her hand in, but yeah. she goes in full whack and sticks Beth in. If you stuck one hand in there, you'd be get, able to get out. Well, you just use the other hand to prop open the razors. Exactly. 
So, so it's like that. That is also one of the easy. Like this is the movie with the easiest traps. But she's also out her tits. Well, yeah, true, but still, you know what I mean. It's it's like think of shit logically. Come on, people. Oh yeah, like, you're, you're trying to save yourself. That just that you you know this cunt has rules and why are getting ruined shit and all that crap, but you still fall for the whole. Oh shit! I'll pull this and a timer starts. Oh shit! I'll fucking get my hand stuck and then oh shit oh, what will I do I'll stuck my other hand in. they think things if, if you're ever caught in a jigsaw trap use your fucking noggin <laughs> and this has been a public service announcement from Pod of the Dad um, yeah. okay, sorry well, it just infuriates me sometimes. that's it for the traps then we'll move on Start talk, let's talk about some of these characters we've got right we've, we've obviously mentioned a few of them in passing there and said a few things about them question Right? And it's a question we, we often talk about when it comes to horror films. Nico, yeah. who are you rooting for in this film? See, it's the thing. There's nearly only three I'm rooting for a perfect jigsaw. I, I feel the exact fucking same. Yeah. Because it's There's like... No, no one's likeable in this film. Yeah. Um, and, and if you're just setting up a franchise and he's meant to be the big scary cunt, you should not be rooting for the cunt in the second episode. And I think, I think the thing is as well, in the first film, you know, Kari Alves was a big enough name that he could be kind of likeable. You know, um, Danny Glover is a big enough name that he could be kind of likeable. You know, you, know you know what I'm saying? Even though their characters aren't particularly likeable. Lee Winnell, I yeah. guess, he kind of just sort of represents the everyman in that film, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, so you, you know what I'm sort of trying to say? Here, though, you've got crooked cops and you know, convicted or wrongly convicted convicts, even though most of them have actually committed crimes as well. Yeah, that's uh, the thing, right? They, they've they been wrongly convicted because he's planted evidence and stuff, but they've all admitted they did the shit. Yeah. So you're like, so he basically cut out the middleman instead of waiting to catch you doing it, he just went, fuck you. Yeah. But, but basically... now, that, that get me wrong. I don't agree with that either, but I'm still thinking, he's, he's a prick for doing it, you're a prick for doing your shit. But at the same time, you're just like, yeah, why don't you all just fucking kill each other? Like, the sons are fucking dons. You yeah, know the, I mean? sons, like, the sons are fucking dickhead as well. So there's literally yeah. no likable characters in this movie. And uh, like you say, maybe with the possible exception of Jigsaw, but even in this one, I think Jigsaw's probably... I think this is possibly where he's maybe at his least likable. Because it's, for me, it's some of the justifications he gives in this movie. Like, the whole premise of this movie is you get put in saw traps, and this franchise, sorry, you get put in saw traps if you... Have either done something really badly wrong in your life or if you just, you know, don't value life, right? Yeah. And so the problem with don't value in life is it means he's putting people in saw traps for self-harm, right? And yeah. therefore he is punishing people just simply for having poor mental health, which is a medical condition. Uh. And I take issue with that. As someone who, you know, has had my fair share of poor mental health and self-harm, I don't think I deserve to be put in a saw trap for that. Yeah, I, I, I know, but fucking, it's just, like, genuinely, a lot of it seems like, a, this movie seems like a cop-out on saw traps, saw people, everything about it just seems like a bit of a cop-out. And it's it, weird, it, because this is the one, and the large majority of people who were telling us about how they feel about this film, and even to, to to my own thoughts in a certain extent, still classifies this as one of the best Saw movies because it's still early enough in the franchise that you haven't been disillusioned by it yet. You know, and yeah. then after this, people genuinely start saying it just turns into shock value torture porn. So this is still yeah. widely considered to be one of the best Saw movies, but we're sitting here saying it actually probably has the weakest cast of characters. Yeah. Because as you go into the next few Saw movies, like if you think, if you go into three, that's when we get introduced to Hoffman. And I think Hoffman's yeah. a much better crooked cop than um, Matthews is. Yeah. And as you then like, go through yeah, the next like Wahlberg two... is a dick. And then, like... yeah, and as you go through the next two or three movies, everyone else just starts sort of dying off. Yeah. So that's fine as well. And that works so much better for me. And this is why, again, one of the reasons why I actually like this franchise as a whole, and while I'll always give even those Saw movies that are considered poorer um, the time of day, I do like the fact 
that this one's a little bit more simple than some of the some of the later Saw movies get very convoluted in terms of the timeline, in terms of the explanations, and this is probably one of the last ones that's really straightforward and simple. But it's a bit too simple for me. This one, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because honestly, the as I said, the traps are the shittest traps. The the cops bit is just diluting the house bit, which is what you should be concentrating on the mainly anyway. Yeah. Everything, everything to do with the cops. Like you can see it coming a mile away. And gotta go right. Go kick fuck out. We'll stop her. You can see that fit, fucking pretty much when they're like, "Ah, oh, he's five minutes. Fuck mm-hmm. off!" Right? You, you are investigating this cunt. You know this cunt is just there to outsmart you, mm-hmm. and you're gonna think the fucking I phone book has got to work, and a cunt like that get the fuck. Yeah. If you genuinely thought that is a copper. You need to go back to fucking rookie school and go, nah, yeah, can I just uh, do a milkmaid, please, and just do beaters? Because you're a fucktard. <laughs> and it's just, it annoys me, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. No, I, I mean, I, I, I kind of agree with you. Like, these are the most inept police officers, I think, in this entire fucking franchise. You know, at least yeah. in, you know, in the original Saw, Danny Glover got pretty fucking close to actually solving it before, yeah. you know not he figured he actually figured it out he was kind of incorrect with most of his assumptions because he thought it was well actually we say that you know if we're going to spoil the whole fucking franchise which i'm about to do i'm assuming you've seen them all nico yeah um in that first film danny glover uh detective tap obviously thinks it's dr gordon that's behind it all of course it turns out the first one that it's not it's john kramer it's jigsaw but he kind of turns out to be right by Saw 7. Yeah. Like, that bitch with a limp definitely is fucking, yep. So, you know, like, at least he was kind of close to solving the crime. Um, yeah. And then everyone else is just absolutely inept. But, I don't know. I think, as well, obviously, I like the fact that we return to the bathroom at the end of this movie. I, think that I did was, like that. That I is re- a nice little twist. I really enjoyed that. Obviously... Carrie Alwes didn't come back until Saw 7 due to the fu- due to the fact that he had a falling out with the franchise. I, his He had a massive pay dispute after the first movie, which I think we sort of touched upon when we did review Saw. Um, Hi, did they not have arguments with him over this one? Because did they not use his voice or some shit? I can't remember if they used his or voice or not. About him, I can't remember. There's um, something that... There's either a flash of him or you hear his voice with somebody else's. Possibly. And he was pissed off at that. That's about... Yeah. That's the only two bits of trivia I know for this, by the way, is the <laughs> lift and fucking him being pissed off. Well, he was supposed to be... Well, because there was... A, I think he was supposed to return in about three of the Saw sequels before yeah. Seven. And because he'd obviously had that pay dispute in the original, he just simply wasn't willing to. And they eventually managed to patch things up by the time Saw 7 came around, which is a shame because Saw 7 is probably the worst one. Um, uh, which one's 7 again? Saw 7 is the one with the guy who faked being in a Saw trap. Oh, okay. It does have, however, have Linkin Park in it. Yeah. So like, I, that yeah. one's a fucking brutal one. What the the Chester Bennington one? Yeah, yeah. Because that that's the seat. Get that's the seat, is it? Yeah, that's the horsepower trap. Yeah, yeah, that is brutal. Um, okay, just a couple other little things from me. Uh, I, I, you can't bring up a Saw movie without mentioning just that iconic soundtrack. Yeah, it has got. I think it's probably up there. Like, when you sit there and you think, right, what's some music from a horror movie that's absolutely iconic? <laughs> I can't think of one right now, can you? I can think of a few, Nico. I can think of one straight away. I... <laughs> I'm not quite sure why you're laughing, Nico. Uh, I don't know what you'll splice in right when I was laughing there. <laughs> <laughs> what um what are you go what are you implying, Nico? I'm not implying anything well, at all. What, if, if you don't do it. If you don't do it, I'll be sorely disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's the worst part? That wasn't I wasn't even referencing that. Fuck off. <laughs> you so were. I actually wasn't. Anyway. What made when, you do that? When you think of iconic horror, you know, scores and tracks, yes, you know, yes. you think of 
you know, tubular belt the halloween soundtrack you think of exorcist you think of jaws you think of dream warriors i think in that conversation now you also think of the saw theme yeah so it's it's an easy tune to get stuck in your head though yeah the dun 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 Dun, 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 dun. That's it. And that's essentially all it is. That that was actually quite good. I was impressed I, with that. It's, it's almost as if I'm I'm just good at things in general. Um, so you've got to. Give I it... expected you to be poorer. I'm not gonna okay. lie. So you've got to give it. Hey, I'm a karaoke maestro these days. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, I think that uh, as we've kind of briefly mentioned earlier, the editing of this movie is shaky as fuck. You know, one yeah. of the big criticisms of the first movie is it just feels like an MTV music video. You know, yeah. it feels like a Marilyn Manson music video, and that's just been like timesed by ten in this movie. Yeah, the camera cuts. If you think back, even just in that opening scene, the uh, the Venus flytrap scene, the camera cuts. Yeah. Like if it's, I would imagine quite a lot of people got motion sickness while watching this. Uh, I was like four or five, just ding, ding, ding. Yeah. I think they're listening to the theme tune when they're fucking yeah. do that. They, 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 they do. It's in time. Uh. So it's. I think that definitely goes overboard, and that's a problem. I think the whole franchise kind of has. Um, yeah. What I will say about this movie, like we've already mentioned as well, and I'll give you the specifics in a moment when we move on. Um, for given how low a budget movie this is, the effects are great. Yeah. Like, the effects are fantastic, really. At least they spent the money in the right fucking place. Yeah, 100%. I think, and I think for me, that's why I'll always think that, you know what, Saw 2's still a really good Saw movie because there's much more positives than negatives. Yeah. Uh. Well, the, the fact that, honestly, it annoys me about they couldn't afford to just use a lift shaft anywhere. They faked a lift shaft. That just annoys me, yeah. You're, you're, you're so easily annoyed, Nico. Like, like, I'm sorry, but if you can't afford to just relocate somewhere, you, I'm, like, you're, in a, like, a recorded studio will have a lift somewhere. You know what I mean? They're just, can I go use that lift? Right, on you go, right? Fucking... They could have done it anywhere, but no, they've got to fucking raise the fucking camera up and look like mongs. You know what I mean? It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh well, oh well. Um, Nico, anything else you want to talk about before we move on? The more I'm talking, the more I'm talking myself out of how much I was going to give this movie. Oh, are you talking yourself down to a lower score? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, before you do that, let's move on. And we'll go, we've got a segment to come before the rating. So let's move on and let's talk about some trivia. I'm sure if we bashed your head in, all sorts of secrets would come tumbling out. As always, we'll start off with the finances for this movie. According to IMDb, this film had an estimated budget of $4 million, which is fuck all really, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's that's low. Grossed worldwide $147.7 million. What? These then that's always the thing, like Saw movies make bank. Yeah. Like they make money. They are just a money maker. You know, people are yeah. talking about how Halloween ends, you know, did really poorly at the box office. It's still made it's still making miles over a hundred million dollars. You know, yeah. and that's before you include DVD and merch sales and all that shit as well. So I actually have quite a bit of trivia for this movie. You've obviously given us your couple of pieces. Um to protect the twist endings, the majority of the cast were not given the last 25 pages of the script and only the principal actors involved. So essentially only Shawnee Smith Get... and Donnie Wahlberg knew how this was going to end. Yeah, I knew that as well. I just remembered fucking, yeah. And that's, a tact- that's a tactic that a lot of movies have pulled to try and yeah. keep their endings. Um, there's quite a few bits of trivia about the needle pit, which I'm sure you'll appreciate, Nico. It took four days for four people to replace every single syringe tip with a fibre tip. Okay. So four people, four days, and there was a ho- approximately 120,000 syringes in the needle pit. Fuck. Could you imagine if somebody missed one by accident? Well, when shooting no. the needle pit scene... No. when shooting. When shooting the needle pit scene, a handful of real needles fell into the pit. They had to stop filming and find them before filming could commence. So they were literally Whoa. searching for needles in a needle pit. Fuck. 
uh, in order to get them to look more sort of movable and slippery and disgusting, they used just water and gelatin. It was really straightforward. So, but could you imagine being that person who's dropped real needles? Yeah. Like that, that you, you don't go fucked up. Yeah. It, so. it would genuinely be a case. Could you imagine being that constant there going, we came for it, he did. Do you <laughs> want to go in voluntarily? <laughs> exactly. Um, this, uh, Shawnee Smith, sorry, who obviously plays Amanda, she was pregnant while filming this. Was she? She kept it a secret from the entire cast and crew and she was pregnant during filming. Fuck. Um, so yeah, like, that's, and she's not inactive in this film. Uh, you know, that's gets, ballsy for she, somebody in a movie like this. She does get thrown about a little bit, so. Uh, well, she gets thrown in a fucking pit. Yeah, exactly. Um, the director of this man, Darren Lynn Bousman, this was his uh, directorial debut. Um, he would go on to direct Saw 3s and 4, and then he returned to direct Spiral as well. I think that's maybe the other thing that got people ex- kind of excited about Spiral, is the fact that they brought back a director of a Saw movie that people liked. Yeah. So. I know somebody got hit in the face by accident, but I can't remember who it was. I, I don't actually think I've got it to my trivia, but it's during the furnace scene so when he bursts through the glass he accidentally punches someone in the face and that cut is still in the movie you can you can tap you can see him sort of, whoever it is um actually like holding their face oh okay because i did remember that as well yeah because no, yeah. i i get my trivia from talk shows like i remember <laughs> it was some talk show you uh you know you're 100 percent right with that um it's just yeah. I, did, I just never put it down um, if you're really, really paying attention to this movie, you know, we talked about, you know, the clues that Jigsaw gave to Matthews, the, you know, um, talk to me and your son will be in a safe place and the numbers are in the back of your mind and things like that. Yeah. And there's also clues in and around Jigsaw's lair that the video, the house took place in the past. So there's a rope and paddle that Amanda picks up in the house that are both in the lair. That one's quite hard to spot. But, for example, the X marks the spot photo is very prominently behind Jigsaw for the majority of the film. See, but that could have just been a copy, so that's not... Yeah, no, but it's with the frame. Oh, fuck, never mind then. It's literally the X marks the spot. Shit. So, I think. Um... Obviously, later in the film, when Matthews goes into the house, we see um, the antidote syringe has been on the floor. Uh, this is the syringe, and I'm sure most people have, this isn't really trivia, this is more just explaining some of the plot, um, is the antidote that Amanda gave to Daniel so that he wouldn't die from the gas. Right. Forward. Uh, in the opening scene, the hooded figure that's putting the key behind uh, Mike, the character's name is Michael, his eye putting the key is actually the director, Darren Lynn Bousman. Of course, later in the franchise, the character would be revealed as Dr. Lawrence Gordon, Lawrence Gordon um, but it's played here by the director, Darren Lynn Bousman. Uh. Um, and as I said earlier, the razor box trap containing the syringe has a padlock with a key in it. It can be seen just out of focus at the top of the screen when she puts her hand into the traps. And apparently, they deliberately included this as a way of showing that Jigsaw knew the characters would rush in without checking the tramp for a simple solution. Um, And as I've also been mentioning as well through the throughout the episode so far, if you go on to like the DVD commentary, there is a lot of backstory about the game participants, which obviously was deleted for time and pacing reasons. Um, Addison was a prostitute. Uh, she she tries to seduce John Kramer in a future movie during a flashback scene. She had sex with Detective Matthews in the back seat of a car, etc. Uh, Gus was an embezzler of money. The needle pit in the glass box trap was intended. Um, that was intended for him with the proverb trying to reach the the cookie gar- the cookie jar. Laura was a shoplifter. The trap meant for her, though, was never revealed during commentary. So they obviously maybe just never thought up of a trap for her. Like, um, fucking shoplifting. If it would be pick the right foot or supermarket sweep, you've got to get the right Supermarket sweep. Out. And then, you know, next time you're in the supermarket, Nico, and you hear the beep. Think <laughs> of the fun you could be having on supermarket sweep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God, we're old. 
<laughs> I think we really just showed our fucking age there. Um, we showed who we're from and our age. Yeah. Like, any, anybody outside the UK will have no fucking clue. No, they had supermarket sweep, sweep in America, surely. Surely they didn't. Surely. Could you imagine? Um, has any of that, Nico, triggered any other pieces of knowledge that you might have? Uh, not off the top of my head. Okay. No. Let's then move on to our final segment. We'll talk about the ratings and the reviews. A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. And as always, we will start off with the critic scores. IMDb gave this a 6.6 out of 10. Metacritic scoring it just 4 out of 10. Nico, what do you think the Rotten Tomatoes critics and audience scored this movie? Critics will be low because it's soft, so it'll probably be about 30 odd. Okay. Um, fucking. See, everyone I talk to likes this. <laughs> so it's throwing me off. I want to go high, but like, I don't like want to go too high. high. Well, do you want me to give you a hat? I'll tell you what the audience score was for the original. Okay. So Saw had an audience score of 84%. Okay, so I'll go slightly lower. I'll go about 70 then. Okay. Um, so you're pretty much spot on with the critics. Critics scored this 37% rotten. Audience, <laughs> a little bit out. They scored it 59%. Oh, I thought you were going to say 69 there. Um, Craig's consensus, <laughs> Saw 2 is likely to please the gore-happy fans of the original, though it may be too gruesome for those not familiar with the film's premise. Do you think Saw... Because if you think of some of the stuff that's coming out now, in, like right. in the past sort of seven or eight years, there's a, it takes, I think, a lot more for a movie to just be defined as a torture porn film. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of us have become much more desensitised to it, even in that last sort of decade. Do you think Saw was maybe just a little bit ahead of its time? Yes. Because I I... don't look at this film and think, this is a really fucking gory film. Yes. I've I've never saw, like, the first and the second one, I've not seen them as gory that much. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... It's good in a way, but then... As soon as it gets to, like, the third and fourth one, that's when it's just like, fucking, this is stupid. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying, like, so it just, it just, for me, feels, um, you know, a little bit ahead of its time. Uh, like, it, it's not on par with, like, fucking Hostel, you know what I mean? Which is blatantly fucking torture part. Yeah, 100%. Um, okay, as always, we always throw it out to you guys, our audience and listeners as well, asking for some of your opinions. Here's just a few for you. Uh, our friends over at Movies for Days gives it a five. Um, better than part one, in my opinion, but still allowed an impressive mess. Most points go to Tobin Bell for his excellent performance. I jump shipped after this one, not my franchise. And I think that's the thing as well. If you don't like this franchise, like, you're really not going to like it. Like, there's no middle yeah. ground when it comes to Saw movies for me or the Saw factors. Yeah. You either love it or hate it. Um, MJ, I'd give it an 8. Right, I'd give it an 8. I'm currently in the middle of rewatching the franchise in its entirety, and so far it's my favourite. Friend of the podcast, Ren, gives it a 7. The last legitimately good film in the franchise. And it's also the last that didn't feel like the point was just to get the kills. It didn't feel forced. Love the House of Horrors concept, the traps and gore, and the ending was just shocking enough. Should have ended there. The endings still have nothing. Like, I still think the twist in Saw... <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I still think... I almost fucking died there, guys. Yeah. Um, The ending in the original Saw is possibly one of the greatest twist endings in horror full stop. Yeah. So it was it was never ever going to be get to that. Um, our friends over to the House of Screams podcast, I'd give it a six. I agree, it's the last enjoyable film in the series. The original set set such a high bar that even this is a letdown, and every sequel gets worse than the one before it. And finally, Catherine Vaughn horror movie says fifty thousand needles out of ten would watch again. Thank you to everyone who sent us in your thoughts and opinions. Overall, on average, all of our listeners and followers gave this score, uh, this movie, a score of seven out of ten. And that just leaves us, Nico, on a scale of 0 to 10. What would you yeah. rate Saw 2? See, I was initially going to give this a 7. Okay. But whilst we've been talking about it, 
I've been thinking about more and more flaws with it, so I'm going to give it a six. Six. A six from you, Nico. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was close to being a five. Mm. See, I, I, don't th- I don't think it's as good as Saw. I think Saw's a far better movie. We both gave Saw, yeah. we both gave Saw nines yeah. on that movie. Um, yeah. I don't think this is the second best Saw movie. I think there's other Saw movies that are better for this. However... Yes. I still think it's a good Saw movie. It's a better than average Saw movie. And I, I think six is maybe just the teeny tiniest bit harsh. So I'm going to give it six and a half. Okay. Because as I said, I, before we were talking about it, and as we said before, we don't talk about our scores and shit beforehand. We don't, know. But before we were talking about it, I was like, this is a solid seven. It's actually all right. And then it just fucking annoyed me. The more Maybe I was talking at- about it, if you look at some of the other movies that we've sort of given sevens and seven and a halves to, yeah. the majority of them I would I would rather watch those ones. You think uh, you gave you gave Arachnophobia a seven? I'd rather watch that I think than Saw yeah. two. Um, we both gave Splinter seven and seven point fives. I think I would actually rather watch that as well. Yep. Yeah. Um, what else? What else have we got there? I gave Autopsy of Jane Doe a seven and a half. You give it even higher. You give Trick or Treat a seven and a... so I think they're all movies that I would rather watch over this. So I yeah, think we're in the right 100%. sort of ballpark. Anyways, all of our scores combined with the critic scores gives Saw Two an average rating of five point seven out of ten, puts it in fortieth place of the now fifty four movies. So you're pretty close there, Nico. That's quite good. You're only, I think, you're only about four or five places out. It puts it one place above Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, and one place below. I'd rather watch that. I wouldn't. Uh, and one place below Critters. I'd rather watch that. I wouldn't. I like Critters. Okay, if you say so. Nostalgia factor. We both rated Critters the same, so... Anyways. Yeah. Anyways, so I think... I, I think that's a little harsh. See, this is the only Saw movie that I could see both of us walk out of it unscathed. Yeah, I could see that. I could get on board with that. You know what I mean? And... That's not a Saw movie, in my opinion. You want to be looking at it going, okay, that might have got me, that might have got me. There's nothing that I really think I couldn't have survived in a scene. Fair enough. Okay. Well, that is going to do it for this week's show. Next week is the final week of our month-long focus on horror sequels. That means it's your pick, Nico. Please enlighten all of our listeners. What are we going to be reviewing next week and why? Because I was so harsh about it, <laughs> the original one, we're doing America Werewolf in Paris. We're going to be, uh, I've got a funny feeling that we're going to be even harsher about this one, but okay. <laughs> it's been that long since I've seen it, I genuinely can't remember it. Oh, um, I watched it a short, a number of years ago and I don't remember it being good. <laughs> so this could be a very interesting watch, that's all I'll say. Like, I've got a funny feeling this is one of those movies I never saw it properly. All I've got a funny feeling that this might be one of those movies that you think is so bad it's good. The, see, I'm normally doing other stuff when this movie was put on, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> right? Oh, okay, this, okay, okay, Nico. Anyway, well, we'll leave that one there. Um. So yeah, American Werewolf in Paris is coming next week. Don't forget to check out our previous episodes from this uh, month. We've already done Child's Play 2, Troll 2, and Terrifier 2. Uh, and of course we've got this one Saw 2 in our retrospective sequel month uh, don't forget if you'd like to support us across our social medias you can do so on Twitter at Damn Podcasts. we're on Facebook and Instagram at Pod of the Damned you can email us at podofthedamned at gmail.com or you can support us on Patreon patreon.com forward slash Pod of the Damned I think that is the quickest I've ever actually managed to go through that without fucking yeah. up you need to go out tonight or something <laughs> no well, I do have work I am working so um, but yeah that's it so thank you to all of our listeners for downloading and listening to this episode I appreciate it Nico as always thank you to you for joining me thanks for having me on again no problem at all and until next week on the Pod of the Damned just remember you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't